Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. I'm very excited about our guest today. Just, just listen to all these accomplishments right here. A lot of accomplishments. You tune in, stay, stay, get comfortable. All right. So she is a head coach at the May Jemison Jaguars basketball program, female program. She's a nonprofit CEO. She's an author. She's a former professional basketball player, Madison Academy graduate. She's a 3A player of the year, a thousand point club. I mean, she's done it all. So thank you for coming on. I can't wait to get into this right here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, and one more thing. According to my son, you got some muscles on you too. (laughs) (laughs) I do a little bit. I can't lie. He was impressed, man. He's like, dang. He was very impressed. Yeah, good on you. If you can impress a 15-year-old, you're, you're doing good. Oh, yeah, I'm doing something. Then. <laughs> you got those guns. So got, nothing impresses him. So, yeah, so uh, let's just get in. So uh, I know it's kind of a loaded question for a military kid, but uh, where did you grow up? That is a loaded question. Um, I claim here home, but I did move here in seventh grade. Uh, we lived, I was born in Texas, and we moved to Hawaii and California, and then we moved to Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Did you have any favorites over the years of growing her up? Ooh, I honestly would say it's a tie between Hawaii and California because Hawaii is like just a different, it's just a different world over there. It's just so chill. But then California, it's just the, the nature, the people, the ethnicities is so diverse. Um, honestly, it's, it's hard to choose between the two, but probably like if I was going on vacation, I would go to Hawaii. Um, if I was trying to live where we lived was lump of California. So it was a small little town. It was perfect. Um, so I would, I would go back there for sure. Man, it's hard to beat that weather when you're in Alabama. Oh my gosh. Oh. And- <laughs> <laughs> that was a culture shock for me. I bet. Yeah, man. That humidity is for real. Oh, it's, it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned a little bit about your basketball career, but kind of kind of do a, like a brief overview in case people haven't heard about you. Yeah, so I started playing basketball when I was four. Um, I was able and blessed to go to Madison Academy when I moved over here. And then uh, we won a state championship. So I'm, I'm thankful to, to win one in high school. And then in college, I went to Belmont University. And over there, I won three out of four OBC championships, um, three NCAA appearances. And then I was able to go play professionally in Spain and we won a championship over there. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of you to say I won a championship in every level because that's very rare. I'm seeing a that. common denominator right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. And I'm looking forward to adding that with coaching too. So, so where did you play overseas? I played in Spain. It's called Baracaldo, Spain. Um, and the main city is Bilbao. It's called the Basque Country. It's like northern Spain. Um, beautiful, beautiful place. If you've never been, I would suggest you go. I'd love to go to Spain. It's on my list. It's on my list for sure. I've heard a great thing. So, uh, I mean, I don't know, it may just happen to be that you happen to be a Spanish major in college. Did that have anything did that help you out a little bit? <laughs> it, it did a little bit. It did. Um, yeah, I, my undergrad was in Spanish. And then uh, Spain was my dream country. Like, prayed about it and just really cool guy. Let it happen. Worked for it. And got to live with the host family. I played division two. I don't think most people realize there's a D1, D2, D3 overseas. And most D2 teams, you live with the host family. So I was really able to be immersed in the culture. And it was an absolute incredible experience. I I loved it. I loved it. That sounds amazing. So uh, are you still fluent, I guess, after all these years? I I keep it up, yes. And then actually just, I found our Spanish teacher at Jemison, so I'm going to be in her office every day. (laughs) And I still keep up with a couple of my teammates. We send little voice messages uh, through WhatsApp. So I'm trying to still stay in and I read and all that different stuff. Man, when the pandemic first started, I was killing it on one of those little apps over there. Duolingo? Yeah, Duolingo for sure. (laughs) And then 
And then it got hard and I quit. <laughs> man, I'm so disappointed. Man, I was I was eating all the apples. Man, I could tell you about eating apples all day long. Oh yeah, manzanas. Yeah. Yeah, manzanas. <laughs> Mucho manzanas. And then started like getting into grammar and stuff. And now I was like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the manzanas. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, you've played a lot of places, done a lot of things, and you're coaching yourself now. What are kind of some takeaways you've had from basketball? Man, I've learned that basketball is not my life. It's a platform. Uh, wow. That's one one big thing I wish more people would realize. Um, because I get a lot of, Sierra, why did you stop playing so quick? You know, one season, and I had opportunities to come back to the same team where I could have played in Asia. But it was that reason. Like, I realized – I was coaching and I coached a sixth grade boys team over there. And then I taught English uh, part-time. So I did all that. Then I went to practice 10 o'clock at night. And one day I remember laying in bed and I was just like, I could be doing all this back home and make a bigger impact. And that's because I know basketball is a platform. It's not my life. So that that's like the, the biggest takeaway that I've learned is to use basketball. I mean, basketball allowed me to travel the world. Like I've been to, uh, Brazil, at Belmont, went to Brazil. I've been to uh, Poland, um, Germany, just uh, athletes in action. So, I mean, basketball really showed me a lot of things. I got to see a lot of places and also learn. Like, I think between basketball and football, they really can teach you life. Um, so that's that's one of the, the main things I've learned through it is life and just that it is not my life. It is my platform. So, Man, what a great answer. I'm, I'm over here taking notes, man. I, w- I wish, I hope some kids get to see this. Some kids right now that are playing sports and they're, I mean, hey, scholarships are great. You know, this, yeah. that money you can make in college even now is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But man, use it as a tool. Use it for your education. Get to meet people, make those relationships. I bet you have a ton of relationships you made through sports. I know I did as well. Yeah. That last a lifetime. I still keep up with people that I played and I'm a hundred years old now compared to you. And still the people that I played with back in the day are my best friends to this day. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Relationship is another one. Like, it's so cool. So keeping up with coaches that recruited me or, you know, I was working at Auburn um, before um, COVID happened with FCA and I was the women's ministry associate. And it was just cool. Some teams that were playing against Auburn, they were texting me, yo, are you here? Let me see you for a minute. So it's just, it's just really, really, really cool. And then so the same people have been helping me with the job that I'm at now. So definitely, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Shout out to Chet Williams, man. He's the man. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Awesome. Best boss ever. Yeah, I bet. That's <laughs> that's cool to get it. See, there's another thing. Your platform got you there. One of the coolest. Yeah, guys. it did. It did. It did. I, I'm thankful for him. He's had a huge impact on my life. Super thankful for him. I bet. Tons of lives he's touched right there. So if you mm-hmm. don't know his story, look up Chet Williams. Check out some of his books. He's an awesome guy. But um, another thing, your platform, you're able to start your own nonprofit. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it was it's been a vision of mine since I'm in probably what, like two, three years. Um just being able to provide healthy foods um, to low-income families in our community, because we know it is expensive to be healthy, um, very expensive. And even to you think about gym membership, not everyone can afford that $15 a month or $45 for a personal trainer. There's some people out there that, that are not able to do anything. And we know, especially if you haven't known by now, COVID taught you it's important to be healthy. Man. and exercise and eat right. So uh, Redeemed, uh, we, we provide impoverished families with healthy foods, access to fitness activities, and educational support to reform, repair, and restore lives in the community. So it's, it, um, it's been a passion of mine, and I'm excited that the farm should be up next year, spring 2022. And we're going to be planting fruits and vegetables and give these to low-income families in our area 
And not only will they have these fruits and vegetables, but they will be educated. They'll have a piece of paper that has what they are, nutrition value and recipes, because not everyone knows what a zucchini is or a squash. And my, my nonprofit, we're, we're intentional. We just don't want to throw it at them and be like, here, we want to educate them. That way they can learn and change their habits. Well, man, hey, I'm a fitness guy and uh, I can barely tell a zucchini a cucumber apart. <laughs> <laughs> give me that paper right that's now. true though that's true that's yeah. true. well that's so important that you don't think about that if you grew up like this and your parents didn't really have fresh fruits and vegetables all that and you're mm-hmm. not used to eating them you just think that oh, well i just you know i could pick up some cheetos or whatever i go to there and i eat whatever's here peanut butter and jelly you know it's life-changing yeah. though when you you can cover those areas right there we can cover the the physical and mental health of people like that it's amazing what can happen yeah, totally agree with you. So totally how did that start with you? How did you just, why did you decide that? How did that come about? It was one day I was uh, helping at a food bank and um, a woman came up to me and she said, what is this? And it was strawberries. Wow. And just like, just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it just gave me a, a new perspective and it just put a fire in my heart. Like I want to change it. Um, and also just of uh, volunteering in that community in high school even college um, and national and even coming back home is just seeing what is usually given. Think about it. When we give a food drive, what's food drive? It's canned goods. What's canned goods? High sodium, high cholesterol, high sugar. It's not healthy, but it's, it's cheap for them, cheap to buy it, to give to them. And it lasts long. Right. Um, but it's not helping them out in the long term. So I want to, I want to change that. Redeem is going to change that. There you go. I like that. That last statement It's going to change that. That's what <laughs> I'm talking about. So uh, tell us about the farm a little bit. Where is the farm? It is located, it's 595 Nance Road. It's right next to um, Monrovia Church of Christ. Um, they, it is actually their land and they believed in my vision and we're partnering together and they donated to Redeemed. So um, yeah, it's right there in the tweener, you know, 72 Nance Road, Jeff, all right there. The yep. weird Madison Huntsville line, um, but it's about five acres of land and I can't wait to see what God's going to do with that thing. It, wow. it's, I mean, five acres is a lot of food. That's amazing for them. We all know how much land is worth nowadays. So that's oh my gosh, yeah, amazing that yeah. they would donate that. Very yeah, cool. I actually thought because um, Redeemed, I, I was launched uh, February of 2021. I thought getting land was gonna be the last thing that I was gonna get, and it was the first. We got the land March 13th, so like a month wow. later. Um, so yeah, yeah, really cool. Very cool. So hit the website real quick for that. What'd you say? Hit the website for your charity real quick. It's yeah, a, it's, it's youareredeemed.com. Yeah, and I'll, I'll link that in show notes, but uh, youareredeemed.com. Check it out. Made a lot of cool things. Another thing on there is your book. You can check out your book mm-hmm. right there. So tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah, Half Faith Like Noah. I wrote that while I was in Spain, actually. Um, on the way, it took me about like a mile and a half to get to the subway or metro. And I would stop at a park because I knew there was no Wi-Fi, no distractions. I went in the morning because back here at home, everybody was asleep. Spain is like eight hours ahead. And I wrote that book probably in like two weeks, kind of crazy. Wow. Um, and then I took a break from it. And then when COVID happened, um, that's when I felt led to open it back up, edit it and get it done. And uh, I self-published it through Amazon, but it's really, it's a short book, 150 pages, not long, but it's uh, written in three parts. It's the first part, it's called Have Faith Like Noah. So the first part is sharing how I have faith like Noah, sharing my story of what I went through um, dealing with a person that that beat me down mentally um, and just different other life ending situations that I, my life should have ended, but it didn't. And then uh, the second part is Noah, 
um, now sharing his story. And the third part is when he gets on dry land, kind of wrapping it all together. So it, it's a really cool book. I, I, I love it. I even though I wrote it, but I, I do love it. Um, it's helped me out. I even read it a certain chapter every now and then just to remind myself of where I've come from and just an encouragement. Um, but yeah, if anyone listening, have faith like no, I would check it out on Amazon. That's it. Check it out and get it on your website as well. It's linked on there. And there's also some uh, some swag on there. You get some some swag, some nice yes. shirts and stuff you like that. Shirts, um, bracelets, hats, um, everything. If you buy a shirt, hat, bracelet, that all goes to Redeemed and our our land. So it's a complete 100% fundraiser for, for Redeemed. Man. So you're accomplishing all these writing books. By the way, if you've never written a book, I've written a couple and it's painful. Man, it's hard. It hurt. So shout out to you so going out there. And taking the time, getting away from Wi-Fi, man, that was that was smart right there. <laughs> when you when you got the option to get on your social medias or check that out, man, but you when you get laser focused, I mean, two weeks, knock it out, man. So I think a lot. Mine took much longer than that. <laughs> I did not get away from the Wi-Fi, so that's great. It's, if people don't know how hard it is to write a book, get it out of your head and get it on paper, man, that's really hard. So yeah, and the the first step I think is the bravery of getting it on paper, especially if you're writing, you know, about your personal story. It's mm-hmm. it's tough to get past the that scare, whatever the fear. Yeah. Well, if you keep it inside, nobody learns from it. it doesn't do you any good, right? So uh, that's, that's true. That's, that's good true. for you to get it out there. I mean, a lot of people don't do it because it does. It's I man. It's like, well, what are people going to think about me now? But yeah, uh, I'm sure yeah. you've you've gotten great feedback that they they really appreciate what you've done for them. Yeah, I have, and I remember when I, the day it was like officially published, I felt like completely naked. <laughs> you know, just like bare of like, oh my gosh, what are people going to say when they hear this and that? But I know that the feedback has been been worth it, hundred percent. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've been able to accomplish all these things, professional athlete, you've seen the world, you've written books, you've got a nonprofit, you're coaching the varsity basketball girls, a dream come true. Man, what, what drives you? What, what, what keeps you, where's all this come from? Not, not a lot of people can get all those different directions in. What keeps you motivated? Man, like I even, I even have to look at myself sometimes when I'm 25 and I'm thankful, but the main thing I know is my relationship with God um that that's the first and foremost because I got all this from him you know and um even when starting with the the nonprofit and all that like the the idea is from from him I'm just kind of being used so I'm I'm thankful to be a a messenger in a sense um and be called to do something like this because I know just I'm, I'm just getting started and it kind of it doesn't intimidate me but it's just like whoa like you're going to go somewhere, you know what I mean? Um, so it, it's exciting, but that, that's the biggest thing. And it sounds cliche, but it's, it's so true is, is when I say God, I mean, on my knees praying, you know, in, in the word um, and, and living it out and doing my best to live it out. Um, so I'm just thankful that when I, when I do write and I work and I have faith, he's been rewarding me and, and using me. So I don't want to even take credit for all this. I just know, like I said, I'm a messenger and I'm thankful to be his messenger. That's cool right there. So I know one of the scariest things I do every morning when I say my prayers is not my will, but yours. And mm-hmm. man, I'm like, do I really want to say that today? I don't know, man. But hey, when you <laughs> let go, let God and you see what happens and hey. you that's for sure. And I, you've seen that in your life. So that's amazing right there. Mm-hmm. So we, we talked about Jemison a couple of times. So you guys have a, something going on right now with the billboard. Tell people about what, how they can get involved. Yeah. So we're doing a fundraiser. If anyone interested has an organization, a business, a brand, and would like to get it advertised in our gym, um, we now have the option for it to be advertised on our Jumbotron. We also have different sizes um, that can be put up in our gym as well. 
And when you purchase that, you are helping me, you're helping us be able to get gear and pay off bus fees and, and stuff like that. So we, and we're open to donations. So we're taking anything that we can get and it would be greatly, greatly appreciated. That's right. And they're going to win the state championships. You might as well get in now while you, before they double the price next year. So you better <laughs> hurry up and get in Come now. On. <laughs> so I wanted to ask some questions to get people kind of know more, a little bit about yourself. So, yeah. uh, so what, what makes you mad? Oh, so look, I'm a very like chill, monotone person. I don't really get too high, too low. So it takes a lot for me to get mad, but I do have like a couple pet peeves. This, this is going to be really weird, but <laughs> it, you see it a lot in college, especially when you get in the elevator and someone clicks second floor and just, it just irks me because you could have just walked up five flights of stairs and you would have been there. You know, for me trying to get to seven, now I got to wait for you to just go up one. So anyway, <laughs> that's a small little um, pet peeve. Um, and then I think what, I don't even know if it gets me mad, but it just, it just gets me frustrated or just like disappointed is like when you see someone who, especially we see it a lot in our generation, well, this generation coming up, which is so addicted to social media and stuff, of saying all these like big dreams, like, oh, I want to play in the NBA, this, this, and that. And then when you ask them, well, what do you do? Like, how are you achieving that? Um, you know, just in the gym every now, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you have no idea, you know? Um, so I guess it sums up to laziness. I think that's probably one that just gives me mad when I, when I see it. Um, my girls know that too. Um, it's just like, you got to work for what you want, you know, it just doesn't come in your hands. We got to work for it. So that's like the main two. I can yeah. get on a tangent. So I'm stopping. <laughs> I'm trying to get you fired up over there. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we, we were talking before, and I coach football at a middle school, and I like to ask my guys, "Hey, man, are you interested? Or are you committed? You know, there's a big difference. You you are interested in being a good football player, but are you showing up early and doing all the little things? No. Yeah. When you're committed, you don't have to worry about all that. So th there is a big difference. So I see that too. These kids, like, they're all going to the NBA. Yeah. Man, let's just start with making your varsity team. Let's let's work up from there. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I see the same thing. So I like to people, ask people that question because usually it shows kind of what they're passionate about. And you're just basically what it shows that you want people to be their best. You know, it's kind of yeah. deep, you dig down deep. That's what it's looking at. So uh, what's mm -hmm. uh, what's one of your guilty pleasures when you're not out, you know, changing the world and coaching <laughs> and all that good stuff? Um, a guilty pleasure would be I love peanut butter. Like I could just spoon it out and just keep on eating it. And that's not good for you. But if I just get in the mood and I'll just eat it up and I'm a health freak too. So um, I don't like sweets, but if there's like a red velvet cake around and you can convince me, I will probably eat that thing up. Hey man, I'm peanut butter. Every, I probably eat peanut butter every day. Every Same. day. Yeah. You, know, you know, they do those like studies that uh, every dollar bill has cocaine on it. If you look at it, like, <laughs> probably, every, every spoon in my house has some kind of rare trace of peanut butter. <laughs> That's kind of a weird segue, but um, so uh, what's, what's something you failed at? This could be either personally or professionally. And uh, what did you learn from it? Oh, um, this is a really good question. I know personally something I failed at and I have conquered it is I used to try to like control a lot of things. Like everything had to go my way, the way I envisioned it. And that's something that I wrote in the book and that I'm living by now is that I let go of the wheel. Like I'm letting God drive it and I'm just, I'm just going where you tell me to go. But that's definitely one thing I failed out was trying to control. Cause when we control 
uh, and it's not so it's something that's not in our control like we end up the ones messed up crying stressed out on our face flat you know what I mean but if we let it go and just do what we got to do I mean God can do the rest um that that's one thing and then two I would say um basketball wise I know many kids watch uh, watching this I would say I failed at watching film um, looking back, I wish I watched more film. I think that that would have helped me more. And I know personally, and I'll just share this. I, like I, I mentioned before, I dealt with a, a coach that really beat me down mentally. So I was traumatized by watching film because of what was said to me. Um, so I, whenever there was opportunity, I declined it because it was like kind of PTSD, the words would yeah. come back to me. Um, but looking back, I, if I was able to be, uh, to just, put that fine line of just shutting it down, you know what I'm saying? And get over that. That way I can improve my game and watch film. Um, no telling, but I'm, I'm thankful that I felt that that way I can help somebody else out. So those are the two things I would say. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That can really help somebody. It's, it's, it's like you said, learn from your experience and shared, you know, this is, you can learn more from the bad stuff usually than the, the Oh yeah. So that's for sure. Oh, yeah. so besides faith, like Noah, what's your favorite book? Oh, um, I have, I would say two. No, no, this is my favorite. It's called, it's called Redeem, uh, Redeeming Love. Um, and it's a powerful story by Francis Rivers. Um, and actually the second one is Love Does by um, Bob Goff. Okay. Yeah. Um, he just, lo Love Does really just, I mean, the title, just being intentional with loving others. And that's how I am. And it's just a, it's a really neat reminder in the way that he writes and uh, Redeeming Love is just a, a story, a kind of modernized story of uh, Ruth and Boaz. So it, both of those are probably one of my, two of my favorites for sure. I got to check that. I'm, I'm a big Bob Goff fan, so I haven't read that oh, one. I got yeah. to check that one out. So, oh, yeah, you got to read that one. That was good. Yeah. So uh, what's your nickname? Um, mainly people just call me C. Um, even though people get really technical because my name is S-I-E-R-R-A. So when people say C, they're talking about like C, like yes, in Spanish, on detail, not the letter C. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's good. Hey, that's the simple ones are better. My, my son, we just call him B. I'm, I'm good with letters. <laughs> simple is better. Yeah. So simple is better. People remember it too. So I have to read this to make sure I don't mess it up. This is probably the most important question I've asked you so far. So be ready for <laughs> If you were held at gunpoint and told that if you didn't impress them with your dance moves, you would be killed. What dance move do you break out if that's going to save your life? Ooh, look, I would just hit, hit like the simple, just, you know, one, two step, just, you know, one, two, just, just nice and easy. Now, was that the Sierra song back in the day? Sierra? Yes, yeah. Oh, see? Hey, man, I, I'm worm all day. I'll hit the worm. Okay, okay. Now, I've got... I'll tell you a quick embarrassing story so i lived in ireland for a little while and uh, i was dancing with this girl and i saw all these tour there's like these tourists that got their cameras i was like man i'm fixing to show them something and I, I tried to hit the worm and uh my arms failed me and i hit my chin on the dance floor and uh it popped up you know when you're hurt you gotta pop up real quick man i was bleeding all over the place and i was like oh, i gotta quit doing the dang one but yeah <laughs> i know i'm normally i can pull it off but today and man they, i must be on a thousand Thank goodness this is pre-internet, but I must be on a thousand films that you little little cranky things you could uh mm -hmm. for your time. You got to take it to the store and get them. But man, that was so embarrassing. I had a white shirt shirt on too. Oh no! So yeah, oh, if you ever embarrassed yourself, then you ain't got that beat. <laughs> but, but, but the one-two step, it's hard to beat that. You know, if you got right? 
right? And you put a little shoulder into it, like whatever you want. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. People, you need to go support the Jemison Jags out there. They're going to win the state champs. You've heard it here first. I'm going and put it out there. I'm I'll claim it. Put it out in the world. They got the best coach out there. They got the best players. They're going to make it happen. So you can get on that billboard. Go check out yourdean.com. I'll link all this show notes. Get the books. Get the swag. Support the things going on. Support positivity. And you are a shining example of that in Huntsville and beyond. So thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. I'm thankful for you and just all you're doing. So I need to check out your book. I plan to do that too. Oh yeah, I got some. I'll bring you one. How about that? I'll bring okay. you one. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, cool. Thank you. Keep, keep up the great work. We're going to keep following you. Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, and that wraps up another great episode. Man, I'm so thankful for our sponsors that believe what we're doing over here, raising positivity in the world. So the first guy, Dominic Garvis. Guy, me and him go way back. We've known each other since middle school, played football all the way through middle school and high school. And uh, I went and I was like, hey, man, can you uh, check out my numbers, see if I need to refinance my house? He said, sure, man, let me run those numbers. He ran them and said, hey, you're good with what you got. You don't need me. I was like, whoo, didn't try to sell me on anything. He just shot my numbers. Hey, here's what you're doing. Here's, hey, you're good. So if you're looking for someone who's going to shoot you straight and give you a good rate, and that rhymes, so you know it's good, call Dominic Garver. His number is 256-714-1429. Or you can check out his website, rocketcitymortgageguy.com. Recently, he saved a local veteran 10 years off of his loan and still lowered his monthly payment, which is pretty awesome, right? And then a Paralab. This is where I'll get all my swanky shirts and hats and all that good stuff and tumblers, anything I need. That's where I'm going. And they're going to hook you up. They can hook you up as well. You can save 10% off any order. Just go ahead and email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Just tell them about our podcast, what we're doing over here. They're going to hook you up. If you just need some ideas for your business, just check them out. See what they're doing. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook, all that. Just look up Apparelab. All the people over there, really easy to work with. They got great ideas, great graphic designers. If you just want something, they need to design it for you. They can hook you up on that. And then... I'm very excited to announce we've got Breeze Airways coming on as a sponsor. So if you ha you're not familiar with Breeze Airways, basically, so I live in Huntsville, Alabama. They recently came here. Uh, they're a low-cost airfare carrier. And what they do, they serve the underserved market. So I grew up in Huntsville. And basically, we have to go to Atlanta if we want to go anywhere. You know, we have to go to a hub. We don't get direct flights. With Breeze Airways, that's what they do. That's what they're known for. And, man, I went to New Orleans 52 minutes. I was in New Orleans in 52 minutes. Now, here's the deal, though. So if you need to ask, if they don't have them in your town, you need to find, hey, Breeze, come to my town. Hey, hey email them. Get on social media. Get them over there. So kind of their, their tagline is seriously nice. Isn't that pretty cool? And they talk about, hey, we're nice people flying nice people. That's what you look at, right? So you're, I'm a nice person. You're a nice person. And they have nice people on these flights. When I flew, you know how nice they are? They give you kind bars, right? And potato chips and water, all that good stuff. So here's the deal. Sometimes you're going to have delays with air carriers. That happens, right? And sometimes they leave you in the dark. In my experience, when I flew with Breeze Airways, what happened was, hey, we were delayed. But guess what? They kept us informed the entire time. They told us what was going on, what was going to happen, what was up. And then we got her on our way. And then we got delayed again on the way back. But the thing was, they told us before I got to the airport. So we just hung out in beautiful New Orleans for a little longer. And then we got there also, communicated the whole time, tell us what was going on, and compensated us 
on coming and going. How many airlines are doing that for you? So what they're doing, they're, they're combining technology with kindness, right? And that's not even those kind bars I'm talking about. So check out Breeze Airway. Go to flybreeze.com. Check them out. If they're not in your town yet, get them there. I'm really happy with them, and you will be too. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.